welcome to the Happy Way podcast, your go-to place for all things fun, happiness, well-being, growth, trust, and diversity. I am your host, Melissa Fideli, and I am here to inspire and connect everyone who chooses health and happiness so you can be your healthiest self and live life the happy way. Today's guest is marketing guru, Cassandra Damasi. Cass is a marketing professional in Adelaide. She currently works as the marketing campaign manager at global activewear brand Rideaware, overseeing the end-to-end of a campaign from idea to launch. She was responsible for kickstarting the influencer marketing program at Rideaware in 2018, growing the team to 150 influencers from all over the world and managing some of the biggest fitness influencers. When she's not at work, you'll find her working on her mind and body. Cass always emphasizes how important it is to keep a healthy work-life balance and to set boundaries around that in order to ensure she is performing at her best in all areas of her life. Cass is passionate about helping others do the same and has recently started an Instagram page called The Spiritual Marketer to help others keep their mind healthy through sharing helpful resources, mindfulness strategies, classes and workshops. Welcome, Cass. Thank you for coming on the show today. I'm excited to pick your brain. Thank you so much for having me, Melissa. (laughs) Of course. So today I really want to touch on setting yourself up for a successful career and creating healthy boundaries to support your mental health. So we live in a world where all day, every day, we hear the words hustle harder. And if you don't grind all day, every day, you're not going to be successful. I feel like this hustle culture and mindset can really take a toll on our mental health. I know that you have really created your dream career while being quite gentle on yourself. So can you tell us a little more about your journey and where you are now? Yeah, of course. So like, as you said, I'm super passionate about mental health and really, really um, focused on making sure that, you know, I'm having a balanced life to ensure that I'm thriving in all areas of my life and encouraging others to do the same. I guess my journey with my career started many moons ago um, (laughs) when I decided to study marketing at the University of South Australia. I really immersed myself in the industry of marketing Mm -hmm. and, you know, um, getting work experience in different areas. I volunteered at Fresh FM, which was amazing getting to, you know, speak on air, Mm -hmm. getting to be a part of their social media team and events planning team, which was so exciting. Um, You know, doing promotional work for food retailers and um, also working across public relations agencies as well. Mm -hmm. Um, So I really, you know, put myself in that position to be able to have experience as a graduate. Yeah. And I know like a lot of job advertisements these days say, you know, we want a graduate, but we want someone with experience yes. as well. And, you know, that is just so challenging for somebody that's fresh out of uni. Mm-hmm. Um, but the one advice that I would give to people is to, you know, make sure that you're putting yourself in that best position in yeah. order to stand out amongst every other graduate as well. So yeah. I guess from there, like I landed my first graduate role just because I had that experience as well on the, at the back of it. Obviously it wasn't extensive. I hadn't worked yeah in a role, but mm-hmm. I had that, you know, as, as well as my degree. And so I worked in a, a marketing or a food retailer for yep. a few years, basically running all their facets of marketing, like local area marketing for a national mm-hmm. business, um, you know, learned so much along the way yep. um, before my journey took me to Rideaware, mm-hmm. which I've been at for like four and a half years yeah, now, wow. uh, which has been crazy. So, yeah. you know, and I guess in the midst of all of that as well, Mm. it's just trying to, you know, learn how to develop yourself as a person and learn how to, 
you know, set boundaries yeah. around, you know, a work-life balance. Mm. I think that, you know, working at Rideaware has definitely taught me that. Yeah. Uh, when I started there, I was running the social media mm-hmm. and then running their influencer marketing program as well. Wow. And, you know, working with influencers from all over the world, I'd be contacted at like all hours of the night, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, running the social media. I'd have to make sure that I'm always on my phone, always on social and making sure that I'm checking that the posts are going live Mm -hmm. and, you know, commenting back to people and whatnot. So I think, you know, through that, it really taught me the importance of like, okay, it's okay to not be on your phone all the time. It's not, it's okay Mm -hmm. to not be working 24 seven. You need to not be available to people all the time in order to, you know, make sure that you're filling up your own cup so then you can bring out the best in yourself when you're actually performing at your job as well. Yeah. So, yeah. Amazing. So I know that creating a healthy work-life balance can really, it can be hard and it's something a lot of people struggle with, including myself. I definitely struggle with that a lot. So can you give a bit, a bit of an insight into what a healthy work-life balance looks like and what are some things you can do to practice? Because like you said, you were constantly on, you were wired, you were on your phone, you were checking things in and out all the time. How did you come to realise that, okay, I'm going to burn out, this isn't healthy, what did you do to create that balance and how do we do that? What are some tips you can give us? Yeah, I think that pivotal moment came when, so I kick-started the influencer marketing program Mm -hmm. at Right Aware and sort of when I started, there was like maybe 40 ambassadors that worked for the company. And then I grew that program to 150 influencers from all over the world. And sort of at that time, I was managing them myself until like someone else came on and Mm -hmm. helped me with that process as well. That was when I was like, okay, I need to learn how to set boundaries around that. So what I did was like, you know, I think it was this one day I was getting messages from somebody from the UK and like it was three o'clock in the morning and it was just like waking me up. And I was like, okay that that's enough like I need Mm. to I need to work on how I can you know make sure that there's clear boundaries around when I'm working and when I'm not so I started with putting my phone on do not disturb which I still do to this day when I sleep so you know like making sure there's no interruptions and getting a good night's sleep Mm -hmm. I started implementing uh, strategies like meditation so in the beginning it was meditating every night and now sort of this year it's progressed to meditating every morning and then journaling so making sure that anytime that I'm feeling like you know things are overwhelming or like things are, you know, just too much. Like I'm just journaling, like free writing any of my thoughts just to get it all out on on the page. And then from the mind-body perspective as well is just training. So like fitness is such a big part of my life. I train probably four to five times a week and Mm -hmm. then also going for walks to clear my, uh, like clear my head. So just really finding what works for you and then implementing those things in order to set those boundaries around, okay, like this morning I'm going to the gym for one hour. I'm not touching my phone. Mm -hmm. Nobody can contact me. I'm not checking my emails. I'm not checking my social media. This is a time for me. And Mm -hmm. then, you know, knowing, okay, my workday starts at nine o'clock and that's when I start, you know, putting the effort into what I really need to focus on now, which is my work. Yeah. So that's really setting those boundaries. And that's hard to do at the start, you know, when you're constantly on and it's hard to be like, okay, 9am my workday starts and that is when I will go on social media. That is when I will check my emails. When you're not used to doing that and, you know, making that time, getting up that little bit earlier, even if you are starting with just one thing a day, it must be hard to get into that routine. But then I'm sure once you're in it, 
it's hard to go back yes. and not be doing that. And I'm sure you would notice such a difference in your mental health and also in your motivation levels and, and everything else. How did you how did you kind of do that? How did you stick to those, you know, daily practices? What did you yeah. find that you needed to do for yourself? I think it's one of those things like you need to go easier on yourself yeah. and you, you yeah. can't like expect to meditate, go to the gym, mm. um, mm-hmm. stop using social media, yeah. journal every single day, like yes. all of a sudden. Yeah. Like you need to make daily commitments mm-hmm. to yourself and it's a progress. Like this has happened over, you yeah. know, three years. Yeah. So I've tried something new and, you know, it stuck with me and I've kept it up as yeah. like a habit to make sure that, you know, I'm actually doing it. So the way that I started meditating every morning was the app that I use, Insight Timer. Yes. Um, they had a morning meditation challenge at the yeah. beginning of the year. So for 30 days straight, you had to meditate for 10 minutes and they had different coaches doing meditations every single morning. Yeah. And I was like, OK, I'm going to make a commitment to myself to yeah. do this 30 day challenge. Yeah. And after that 30 days, I really saw the difference. benefit and yeah. like, you know, I saw that I could be committed to it and mm-hmm. I was like, okay, cool. This is what I want to implement now yeah. into my daily routine. So it's really about trying different things, yeah. setting those intentions to, yeah. and making that commitment to yourself. And, you know, if things don't work, work for you because, mm-hmm. you know, they don't fit in your schedule, you know, you can't meditate for 10 minutes every morning, then, you know, find something that does work for yeah. you. It's all personal and just go easy on yourself as well and know yeah. that it's a process. It's not going to happen overnight. Exactly. So really start small, try different things and do what feels good for you because what everyone else might be doing in that, you know, in the mindfulness space may not be your thing. And but when you find it, you'll feel so much better for it. And it's just taking those steps every day, I guess. Exactly yeah. right. Yeah. So I want to talk about your new Instagram. So you've created this social media platform called The Spiritual Marketer, which I love, by the way. I'm so glad to be following this. And so you share some really amazing mindfulness tips on here. Tell us about your page and what you're trying to create with this and, and a little bit about your content that you share because it's quite interesting stuff. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it's It sort of sparked from this idea where, you know, I'm really in the mindfulness space. Like I love going to different events and workshops and whatnot. Um, But there isn't that central location to be able to find like, okay, what's on in Adelaide that, you know, in yoga, what's on in Adelaide Mm. in meditation. And it sort of sparked from that idea, like I want to be that resource for people. So, you know, like the Google. Yeah, you're the Google for the spiritual (laughs) spiritual stuff. Um, So it it is really about sharing resources, sharing any events, sharing any classes, sharing teachers that have really helped me along the way and like, you know, authors as well that have really helped me on my journey to uh, become more mindful. And it's really helping, you know, sharing those resources in order to help other people, you know, do the same um, and keep their minds healthy as well. So that's where the idea came from. So yeah, it's sort of just a space that I share, you know, books that I've read that have really helped me, Mm -hmm. podcasts that I listen to every week, any meditations that really help me and sharing the practice of meditation as well. And then yeah, any events and classes. So I'm loving it. I so I started following following you about I don't know maybe three weeks ago now yeah. I think and I love it. You share like you said the books and the mindfulness practices and I really love you do share a bit in reducing anxiety and stress and overwhelm, which is so important because you know life can get crazy and we can get quite mm-hmm. anxious and busy. And I liked you had a, a tapping technique. Yes. Can you tell us a little bit about this? I thought it was so interesting. I've never seen it before. Yeah. So EFT is emotional freedom technique, and it's mm-hmm. sort of 
works with the meridians in your body in yep. order to balance like your nervous system. Okay. And I discovered it through like Gabrielle Bernstein, who is like a spiritual like teacher yep. and author. And she talks a lot about it um, in order to like reduce stress and anxiety and overwhelm. And sort of I implemented it into my sort of routine anytime I'm feeling stressed, overwhelmed, mm-hmm. anxious. And I've just found personally, like it helps so much yeah. to calm me down. So you sort of start by like, um, you know, seeing on a scale of one to 10, like how are you feeling? And, yeah. you know, if you're feeling a 10, like which yeah. is the most extreme, yeah. then the whole idea is to get you down to a state of like balance. So, yeah. you know, from a 10 to a five to be able to function at like, you know, yeah. your optimal level as well. So yeah. it's, um, you know, you sort of set start with a setup statement saying, you know, even though I'm feeling like overwhelmed or anxious or whatever you're feeling, like I truly deeply and completely love and accept myself still. And then you work through the tapping points um, in until you sort of get to a point where, you know, yeah. you reduce that level that you've initially started on. So I personally have found that it's such a useful tool to help me um, Mm. in times when I'm like, okay, I just, I just feel so anxious. I just, I just feel so overwhelmed. Like how can I, you know, get this down? So, and there's so many different types that you can do um, as well. You know, there's some for like anger or there's some for just everyday stuff as well. So it's not just stress, anxiety. It's just, I've found that those ones help for me. So Cass has videos on this on her page, so you can go and check it out and then try it yourself. Um, So now that we're on the topic of mindfulness practices, what have been the most important practices to you that have helped you get to where you are today in your career? You know, how have they been helpful and and why do you think they've helped you? Yeah, so definitely meditation, as I've spoken about. I think because, you know, marketing is such a fast paced like environment, yeah. working out right away is very fast paced and mm-hmm. like go, go, go. You're working with so many different people, so many different personalities as well. And it's really trying to like, it's a growing business, which is amazing. Like it yeah. has grown immensely like yeah. over my time there as well. Amazing. And it's, you know, keeping up with mm-hmm. that growth as yeah. well. So I think definitely um, meditation in order to sort of center me, ground yeah. me and make sure that I'm like bringing out the best in myself as well in order to, you know, bring out the best in others. Yeah. And then a a tool which I've sort of implemented, it's actually been 271 days. Oh, amazing. Um, It's the Resilience (laughs) Project Journal. Okay. So um, the Resilience Project is like a book, Yeah. um, but then it teaches the principles of GEM, which is gratitude, empathy, and mindfulness. Yeah. And um, along with the book, it comes with a journal where you gratitude journal every single night. There's a series of questions every night Mm. and it takes like maybe five minutes. And I've implemented that into my night sort of routine just before I go to bed and, you know, ask questions like, what are you grateful for today? Mm. What went well for you today? Mm. List three things that went well. Who are you grateful for? So every day is a different question. And, you know, what it's really helped with is, you know, putting things into perspective. Like even if you've had a really shitty day, you know, you're finding what was great about it. Even if you're not looking forward to tomorrow, you know, I use it as a tool to be like reversing that thought. I'm really looking forward to doing X, Y, and Z tomorrow that I don't really want to do. So I think those two things and then, like as I said, training, yeah. um, you know, I mean, moving your yeah. body. So mm-hmm. just making sure yeah. like whatever it is, like, you know, moving for everyone is different, whether mm-hmm. it's yoga, walking, like um, going to the gym, mm-hmm. boxing, whatever it is, like just move your body. Yeah. So ultimately all these mindfulness practices, they really just bring you back to you. 
they bring you back to feeling grounded, feeling connected, feeling more like yourself. Because like you said, we work, a lot of us work in really fast-paced environments. Everything's changing. Social media is crazy at the moment. Like there's just a lot going on. And having those daily practices, whether it's just one or all of them, it's just a way for you to come back to yourself. And like you said, when you do that, you are able to give more of yourself, you know, and and that's ultimately what we are trying to do. We're trying to help and we're trying to grow. And when we're so frazzled, I guess it's so hard to be able to do that. So, yeah, Yeah. these practices, um, yeah, the tool to kind of bring you back, I guess. Yeah, 100%. Because, like, you know, life's all about being your true and authentic self and, you know, Obviously, there is so much going on in the world, so much negativity, so much like Mm. horrible things happening in the world. And it's really about like, you know, how do I sort of not, you you obviously got to acknowledge the things that are happening, but you've also got to limit your time reading into them and looking into them because that just causes yourself more stress and anxiety. And so these tools are really to help you ground back into who you are. Yeah. Amazing. So you have created a really successful career for yourself, which is amazing. And, you know, you've really worked your way up and you've, you know, implemented all these great things. But I know that a lot of us struggle with that day-to-day motivation and, and you know, really, you know, when you have a bad day, some days you're like, oh, I don't know why I'm doing this. And, you know, from your perspective, someone who has, you know, had to really, you know, keep going and pushing and grow to where you are now because you are in a great position you know, how do you get through those days? How do you work through that? Aside from all the mindfulness practices, you know, how do you push through and be kind to yourself and really, you know, get to where you want to be, I guess, with your career? You know what? Like not every day is perfect. And like some days you're just not going to want to do those mindfulness practices, even though they're the days that you should be doing them. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But I think it's about being kind to yourself and, you know, acknowledging today I don't feel like it and I need a day to myself and making sure that it's okay to take a mental health day. Like we need to normalise that because, you know, we we get stuck in this rut on this hamster wheel of Mm -hmm. just doing and we forget to just okay, it's time to breathe and take a step back and, you know, acknowledge how we're feeling. So it's being kind to yourself, acknowledging Mm -hmm. when you need to stop and slow down and saying no to things like setting, Mm -hmm. again, setting those clear boundaries like, okay, I don't feel like this today. I need to say no to X, Y, and Z in order to make sure that I'm not pouring from an empty cup again. And yeah, I think it's just doing things as well, like Mm -hmm. out outside of your routine, if, you know, you feel like you need something different today. So Mm -hmm. like, for instance, the other day I did a meditation class and like the teacher gives guidance at the end. And she said, you need to get out into air. She's like, your head is like everywhere. She's like, you just need to get out into air. She's like, I don't care. Don't make any more excuses. Just put a jacket on and go out and go for a walk. And she was right. Like it's, uh, you know, yesterday morning I ditched the gym. I was like, nope, I need to do this. I went Mm -hmm. for a walk and I felt so much better and so much clearer and I had such a productive day after yeah. it. So it's, yeah, it's really listening to what you need and understanding that, you know, it's okay to slow down. It's okay to not do things in your routine and change things up to give yourself what you need. Yeah. It's hard to do that. It really is. I think especially because of what we what we know and the world we've grown up in, it's it's 
it's kind of you feel shameful, I guess, if you do take a step back, which is not good because it's in those moments where you do take a step back, you breathe, you just be like, all right, I need I need to chill for a minute. Yeah. And then you come back and you're better and you're stronger and you're clearer. But it is hard to set those boundaries, you know, and I think it's how did you how did you get good at that? What is, you know, how do you set how do you say no? Yeah. How did you do that? <laughs> I'm still learning how yeah. to do that. Yeah. Like honestly, it's just been I, th- I think it's just honestly been over the last maybe year or even the last few months. Like yeah. okay. I've just learned to put myself first. Yeah. Um and you know, it's not always going to be like that. No. It can't always yeah. be like that. No. But I think that's just the journey that I'm on at the moment yeah. and I need to acknowledge that and say no to things that don't serve me, mm-hmm. don't light me up. Mm-hmm. And it's really about like coming back to like what are your values in life? Yeah. And okay. if things aren't aligned with your values or mm. people aren't aligned with your values, then why are you doing that thing okay. or why are you seeing that person or, yeah. or whatever yeah. it is? Yeah. And, you know, it is hard, but it's like learning how to say no in a nice way. And no doesn't mean like no forever. It just means no right now. It, it is such a journey and especially like, you know, f- that feeling of shame and yes. that feeling of like guilt and, mm-hmm. you know, it's just it's just normalising it. It's yeah. just, you know, it, it's really sad that that's not normal mm-hmm. to to say no. It's not normal to to be like, I need a day. It's just getting in the habit of like making it okay to do it. So the more you do it, the Mm -hmm. less you feel that anxiety and that guilt and that shame from it. So talking about all these great practices, obviously we've been in a lot of lockdowns lately, as well as helping you with, you know, being grounded and where you want, like helping you through your day-to-day and productivity and motivation. How do you think those practices actually helped you through the lockdowns with everything that's been going on? Because I don't, were you working from home during that period? Yeah. Like I think it's been quite a struggle for a lot of people. And I think going from being in a big environment, being, you know, surrounded by people to then being locked down at home for long periods of time, you know, how do these mindfulness tools also help with that? because I think we all need a little bit of light yeah. in that area. <laughs> uh, so much. I mean, yeah. obviously we can't really relate to what's going on in no. the rest of the world and what's yeah. going on in like even Melbourne and Sydney yeah. because they're, you know, having such a tough mm-hmm. time. But, you know, last year when we went into lockdown, like I was not okay. Yeah. And I sort of went on this whole journey. It was like, oh, what am I going to do? Like yeah. I can't control things. Yeah. Like yeah. Um, when is this going to end? It was that real fear of the unknown and sort of I had that for maybe a few days but then I was like, okay, I can't control this. Like what can I do for myself mm-hmm. in order to make sure that I am, you know, okay? Yeah. Um, so it was really sort of implementing those daily strategies like taking, you know, changing the routine and then, you know, the next lockdown that we had a few weeks ago, again, yeah. it was only a week. Yeah. Um, but I was so calm about it. I really enjoyed it. I used it as a time to, you know, sit back, reflect, change my routine, plan, and really, you know, just focus on myself. So I think it's just like, you know, you have these practices and whatever they are, like, you know, and if you don't have any, like sort of learning how to to implement one of them into your day Mm -hmm. and then sort of going back to them and being like okay how can my practices help me today like what do I need right now okay I need to do a meditation all right do a meditation I need to just go for a walk and clear my air okay go for a walk and clear clear the air so it's really about finding again what works for you but 
those practices definitely saved me through lockdown and I'm sure that others can relate as well that they, you know, without that, they sort of would be lost. Yeah, yeah. I know for myself that that week that we had where we were locked down, I found it really hard at the start and then I started doing a lot more guided meditations. I use Insight Timer as well. And just that moment when you come out of a meditation, even if it's five minutes, it's just this like euphoric feeling. It's amazing. And all of it in that moment, you're just like, oh, I can breathe again. Yes. Like, okay, let's, it's, it, things aren't so bad. Like, let's, let's do the next thing. Kind of, yeah. it's nice. It's a good feeling. So I think, like you said, adopting something whether it is meditation or journaling or gratitude, whatever it is, it's it does help you in lots of areas of your life, whether it's career, lockdowns, just, you know, feeling happier in general. I think it's so important to have something. So, yeah, yes, I you've agree. given a lot of insight into lots of different mindfulness practices. And, yeah, it's all about finding what works for you, which exactly is Exactly right. And, yeah. like, whether it's, you know, just because someone else is meditating for 30 minutes yeah. doesn't mean that no. you can do the same. Yes. So, you know, start small and yeah. start with what, what you can yeah. do. Mm-hmm. And if meditation's not for you, then find something yeah. else as well. So, yeah, yeah obviously everyone is different and like everyone processes things differently as well obviously we're both very lucky and like so super grateful to both be able to just work from home during lockdown and so you know focusing on Mm. what is good and as well so amazing what's one myth you'd like to bust when it comes to working your way up and establishing a successful career oh that's a good question (laughs) because you know a lot of there's a lot of stuff going around, lots of information and everyone's got a different opinion and insight and it always comes back to your individual experience. So I'd love yeah. to know what you feel has really helped you build a successful career mm-hmm. and what's going to continue to help you. Yeah, I think it's that you don't need to work 24-7. So okay. when yeah, I... When that's I, a good one. <laughs> yeah, when I started, I was like, you know, clocking on at like 7.30, 8 o'clock, then... Yeah finishing at like 6 p.m., then working, you know, going back home and doing more work. Mm. And, you know, that is so counterproductive. Like you end up, you end up not being productive that whole time. So, you know, it is better for you to do, obviously some days you'll have to do overtime and you'll have things that you'll need to, like deadlines Deadlines. that you'll need to meet. Mm -hmm. But, you know, in the most part, you don't need to work 24-7 you you need to sort of uh, find your clear, like what are your working hours yeah. and you'll find that you are so much more productive, you'll get so much more done mm-hmm. and you'll really be able to thrive in that time. Amazing. That's a good one because like I, that comes back to that hustle culture, yes. you know, where you, you've got to work all the time, you've got to be on it all the time. If you're not working, you're failing. Yeah. Like it's just, <laughs> it's crazy. But I'm the same. I feel like when I have I, I say to myself, all right, I'm going to get up early and I'm going to do all this stuff and then I'm going to work all day. I end up kind of sitting there and like looking at my phone yes. and then, oh, what's going on over there? Or like, <laughs> oh, look at that tree outside. And, you know, I find that when I set those boundaries and I'm like, all right, I'm going to put my phone away and for the next two hours mm-hmm. I'm going to do this one project and then have a break and then maybe come back to it after. Yes. And it's so different. Your energy's different. You're more productive. So... Yes, I like that. I like that. I think that's yeah. a message we all need to hear. 100%. Yeah. Don't yeah. hustle 24-7. No, <laughs> no. Okay. And so before we finish today, I would really love to know what one key lesson is that you've learned on your journey that you would tell your younger self. So back when you were, you know, you decided you wanted to 
you know, get on this career and and study and, you know, what's something you wish you could go back and say, listen here, Cass, this is one thing you need to learn now and it'll, you know, kind of pan out the rest of your career. Yeah. What's a lesson? Uh, I think resilience. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's understanding that like, you know, things happen in life, like, you know, shit will happen in work, shit will happen at home in like any circumstance. And it's really about like building that resilience to, Mm -hmm. you know, feel what you need to feel when something goes wrong, but then, you know, building that resilience to come back and keep coming back stronger and, you know, keep fighting because, you know, it's, it's good to, to sit and play small, you know, for a short period of time, but that's not what you're here for. You're here to like play big. You're here to achieve greatness and, you know, you'll put on this world to, to do amazing things. So don't like let anyone ever limit your potential, always rise above it. Amazing. I got goosebumps when you were saying that. That was great. Love it. It's so true though, because, you know, that's life. There's going to be like road humps. There's going to be yeah. moments where you feel like pure shit. It's exactly There's right. going to be moments where someone is nasty to you or you don't get the job or things happen and that can take a hit on your self-worth. But mm-hmm. like you said, it's building that resilience to be like, that just wasn't for me. Exactly And right. that's okay. And I'm going to keep pushing until I get what's meant for me. Exactly. You know, right. so that's yeah. a great lesson. Amazing. Yes. Thank you. So where can we find more of you? Where can we, you know, follow you? Where can we look out? Do you have, um, obviously, you've got your Instagram. Give us a bit more details of where we can find you. Yeah. So for all like things mindfulness, yeah. um, just follow the spiritual marketer underscore at on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And that's where you can find me. I Amazing. Guess. Yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> Love it. Simple. Straight yeah. to the point. So that brings us to the end of today's episode. So thank you so much for coming on today and sharing a bit of wisdom. Um, and thank you guys so much for listening. And I hope you have taken even just one piece of wisdom from this episode that you can apply to your life to help you grow and be happier and healthier version of you. Please like, subscribe, and make sure to share us on your socials. Sending lots of love to everyone. Bye.